Welcome to a brand new episode of You Know You Love Us. I'm Hannah. I'm Tyler. Welcome. We're really coming in with poli sci energy today. Oh my God. Do you ever watch Survivor? No, I okay, don't. So- it makes me really uncomfortable. I and get I don't that. know why. I and think because I hate the idea of everything that it entails like being dirty being outside and bugs yes 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 yes. i only watch it when friend of the pod clayton is in town um jeff loves jeff loves big clayton loves jake loves i prefer my reality tv to be aspirational and competition shows are not aspirational at all unless it's like nailed it or like one of the baking ones oh fuck i love nailed it it's so funny it makes makes me me laugh every time they turn it around and go nailed it um but (laughs) Nicole uh, Byers, so good, so good. On yeah. Survivor, we were watching a season called Heroes versus Villains, and there's this one. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. Oh no, that's supposed to be one of the best ones. Yes, yeah. there's a woman named Jerry on the villains team, and I immediately saw her and like imprinted on this woman, and I was like, oh my god, I love her. Like she just looks really like intense, like yeah. And Clayton's like, yeah, brother. <laughs> And so we like projected this whole ass personality onto Jerry that like I don't think is actually there. Like we were like seven episodes in and we're like, she actually seems like a pretty like normal lady. Like she hasn't really been a contestant of note, but in our minds, she's like, yeah, is it is it Jerry Manthe? I think I think does she have curly hair? uh, And she wears like a like a she looks like she's going on like a safari guide, like a safari. She's yeah. very much like in my mind. She's very much like rock and roll, yeah. And her song is that song that's like, "Hey, brother." Yes, Jeffrey. Um, good we're morning. Talking about heroes versus villains. I asked him to deliver my tea. <laughs> oh, incredible. Okay, so he he has a reason. He has, he a, has reason. a reason to be. Now he's gone. <laughs> yes, it is Jerry Manthe. His hangover. Jerry Manthe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, brother. Yeah, it's the cowboy hat for me. But the yes, but I think hat. she probably maybe isn't actually like that. And we're just judging a book off its cover, which is very funny to me. We're talking about Jerry. Jerry. Oh, yeah, Jerry. But Jerry was like normal in Heroes versus Villains. Yeah, she was actually normal. That's the gag. No, the gag gag is that she's pretty normal. And I was like, well, no, 40. Oh, it's just that Hannah and Clayton created an entire identity for her and that she was like, yeah. (laughs) Bye. Um, I'm probably not going to finish the season until Clayton gets back to town. God knows when that's going to be. But uh, I just think the idea of watching a reality show and making up an identity Listen. for someone that is in no way what they're doing on the show is hilarious. Okay. Um, speaking of this, yes, also. Um, okay, I have two things to say about Barbie that do relate to reality TV. One of which mm-hmm. is um, Gosling. Uh, I was listening to Greta Gerwig on Smartless. It's such a good episode. Mm. She's so fucking cool and she uh she also did community theater so she was talking all about that and i was like i'm deceased this is so amazing and she said that gosling when he was like i mean they essentially like wrote it for him like they had the idea and they were like wait it has to be him or nobody like it's 
him 100%. And at first he was like, I just like, don't know. I don't know that I, it's a doll. You know, like, I don't know that it's in me to do this. He doubted his own Kennergy. He did. He doubted it. He is Knuff. And he, um, he said, he said that he was like, and then once I started reading it, like through the lens of, you know, how on The Bachelorette, once and I was like already deceased for this reference. How once the bachelorette like goes away with someone else or like isn't around, and then the guys have to interact. He was like, "It's Ken. Like they're <gasps> all Ken, and like they have to like like converse and like be people, and no one knows how." That's Ken, and he Wait, was like, and "That just gave me sense. chills." I know. Talk about an actor prepares. It's so good, babe. The thought of like him and Ava Mendez like cozying oh up at night watching God. The Bachelor or The Bachelorette is like really cute to me. Additionally, Greta was like, you know, I watch a lot of movies in my free time. I have two kids and I love Love is Blind. And I wow. fully screamed in my bathroom. You felt and so I seen. Like, I felt so seen. I said, well, now if I ever meet her, that will be the thing that I say to her. Not, I love all of your movies. Little Women changed me from the inside out. Barbie revolutionized my soul. Mm -hmm. Lady Bird sent me into the stars. No. Tracy Letts forever. Yes. Tracy Letts forever. I will say no. Um, I need to talk to you about Love is Blind. That is what I love about reality TV, though, is it's like, it's like the great equalizer. Like if you mm-hmm. have a reality TV show in common totally. with somebody, it disarms uh, them immediately to be like, yes. oh my God, can we bond about how much Ramona sucks yes. or whatever? Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And and then they're not scary. Like I'd be like, yes, wait, cool, cool, cool. Right. Like now we can actually have a conversation. And now I know I'm ready to meet Greta. These are the things. That's incredible. It, it will happen for you. I also did read something that Saoirse Ronan was in conversation for Barbie, and I was like, hashtag not my Barbie. <laughs> I know. I'm you sorry. Know I love Saoirse. I know. I'm not trying to troll. I, I okay. was shocked, though, because I when I said that last week, that I didn't shocking. even know that she had been, you know, on the table I for Barbie. I didn't either. But I do love this world where Amy Schumer would have been Barbie. That is a that's a world that I don't hate. Mm -hmm. It's just a very different world. Very different. I mean, she was going to be Barbie and then was like, nah, this is not it. And then the creative team changed and now it's it. And now it's like, it was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, one more reality TV show thing. This is okay. very inside baseball, but for our theater listeners, do you know a Hunter Bell who is one of the co-creators of Title of Show, a little musical called Title of Show? Mm-mm. Anyone, listeners, anyone? So Title of Show is this really cute musical, and Hunter uh-huh. Bell was one of the writers, and he starred in it as well. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And he okay. came to ISU when I was like a junior cute. because they like some students did it and like someone figured out a way to get him to to our rinky dink little school to see this amazing production of title of show. Great. And Great. when I met him, The Bachelor was on and it was Jake Pavelka's season and he was a pilot. So there was this theme song that they mm-hmm. made for his season that was like on the wings of love. Oh, I remember. Wow. And I loved the show and I like went up to him after and was like, oh, my God. And I forget how The Bachelor came up. But we started singing On the Wings of Love together. And again, someone I really looked up to disarmed him. And then we did like an America's Next Top Model, like broken doll pose picture together on my like shitty Blackberry. Okay, that's iconic. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. And again, inside baseball. But for the musical theater kids out there, 
If you don't know about title on show, the wings of love. check it out. On yeah. the wings of love. That was a good season because everyone thought he was going to pick what's Loved her name, and then Jake. he picked he picked Vienna, who That's was like right. the Kristen Cavallari of the season. Yeah. Wow, I haven't watched that show in so damn long. It gets kind of exhausting. Yeah, I heard that Kenya would maybe go on The Bachelorette, and I was like, if Kenya Moore was The Bachelorette, I'd watch that. I'm fucking there. I, ac- I Somehow on Hulu, it started playing Bachelor in Paradise the other day, which was my actual favorite. It's so and good. Then, and then I was like, wait a minute, are all these fuckers still on the show? And then Jeff was like, no, this is from 2019. <laughs> And I was like, thank God, I got so concerned for them. I was like, oh, but a lot of them are. And it does make me kind of sad. I thought about dropping in just for Bachelor in Paradise because I love the timing of it. It's like a late in the summer treat. It's like a back to school late in the summer treat. And I was good. But I was like, it's to me, like if I were to drop in without watching Mm -hmm. The Bachelor and Bachelorette for the last few years, Mm -hmm. it would feel like, you know, when you go back to like visit your college and you're like, I don't recognize any of these kids. Like, I don't know any of these kids. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It makes me feel old. Yeah. And that's honestly watching either of those shows. I'm like, babe, I'm old. Like these kids are 20 fucking four. I know. And they're like, I'm ready to be married and having kids. Right. And they all look like older than us, which is confusing. People lie. I know people lie. They have to lie. And also they're out here getting work at the age of 17. And so then it ends up backfiring by the time they're 23. Listen, I truer words were never spoken than by Kylie Jenner on the on the season finale of Kardashians when she was like, like openly admitted that. And I know she had kind of said she had said before that she regretted getting her work done, I Mm -hmm. think, but was like, oh, yeah, I mean, I definitely regret it. Like, I have a daughter. I don't want her to think like this is okay, or to do when you're 19 and like openly t- it was so vulnerable and i was like t i hope everyone Damn. hears that like i mean and what i mean i you know i love that show we've talked about it i also kardashians like, yeah oh love. i'm back in for Me. sure but it's like so delulu that sometimes yeah. it's like hard to watch because it's it is not of reality on the no. planet but i love it so much i just it it I don't know. It's just hard that, and they can do whatever they want with their faces, their bodies. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I. It's hard. Like you know, when someone's so beautiful, and you're like, why would you ever do anything ever to your face? Mm-hmm. Ever stunning. But if it makes them feel better, that's fine. I feel like Kylie, you know? for a while there, got some good work done, and then it really, it really. It, I mean, it just made her look like a little a older. Person. Yeah, she looks like a different they person. They all do. They uh, Jeff never watched the OG show, mm-hmm. and when he saw a side by side of Courtney or of Chloe, he was like, "That is not the same person." I was mm-hmm. like, "It is." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It, rem- it reminds me of that episode of um The Hills where like Heidi's mom like sees her for oh, the first time after she got like oh, seventy five so procedures sad. done. Yeah, and her mom's like, well, how do I say that? Of course, I think you were prettier before. And I'm like, that is heartbreaking to like look at your kid and be like, they don't look the same. But also, if my kid were so cripplingly insecure about of something, course. Sure. then I don't Why know not? that I would. Uh, yeah, I don't know that I would stand in their way. I, I don't know. I think it's nuanced. 
It is nuanced. And I think doing one thing at a time is maybe the way to go. And yeah. then you see how it looks in combination. Not all of it. And but I think it's done. it's the scare. The thing that scares me is knowing when to say when because I know that's well. And in La La Land, yeah, is yeah so when just between know? us, squirrel friends. I did get Botox in my forehead. Yes. and I wasn't going to go public with this information, but you know, have I talked about it? No, I don't think so. I don't know if I have on the pod, but Hannah's. I've been on this train now for two years, and I'm yeah. excited Hannah's over here. We've dabbled in the talks, but yeah. I think what freaked me out, and mainly I didn't want to go public with it, not because I really give a shit, but because I don't want like relatives of mine to find sure. out and then like be Judge Judy's about it. I don't want to like oh, talk yeah. about it. I was like kind of nervous because I'm like, okay, but I I don't want to look different. Mm-hmm. I just want to feel good. But mm-hmm. I, I, when I'm sitting in the chair and granted, like I'm going to a doctor in Beverly Hills. So like, that is like a place where it's very easy to be like, and you could also do this and you could also do this yep. and you could also do this. And Add-ons. it scares the shit out of me. Luckily mm-hmm. I'm too poor. I could never, I, right. I don't want to do that. I can't afford the add-ons, right. but also it's a very slippery slope. And I think if you're the it Kardashians is. and you have like endless resources Billions. and you have a yeah. doctor being like, well, you could also do this and you would look prettier if you did this. And then you just are like, you become addicted. So I will never be doing anything. You heard it here first. I will never be doing anything outside of the talks. I'm afraid of everything else. I love talks. Yeah. And I'll only be doing it in yield forehead. But even then the lack of movement does freak me out and I'm ready for it to settle a little. bit. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I, um, I mean, it really changed my life. I got it because I wanted to after the pandemic and also because of migraines and it changed my life with Mm -hmm. my migraines, changed my life with my jaw tension, Incredible! like literally night and day. And mine's like wearing off. I have to go in next week. Um, But um, I literally start getting headaches again. I mean, it's it's truly insane. It's crazy. Um, It's brilliant. And like, it makes me feel good. And that's all that matters. Like, yeah. And I hope it didn't sound like I was shitting on the Kardashians. I love them. Um, no. But, also, but, you like, know, I think they're okay. They'll withstand Yeah, they're it. fine. Tyler, anything <laughs> you just said about them is not the meanest thing anyone's ever said about no, them. <laughs> and I lo- no, I love them so much. I've loved them for so long. And I think they're totally insane. And I adore them. But yeah, I'm just like, you know, I think at, like as a girl who grew up in the early aughts and the nineties who thought I had to look like Paris Hilton, you know, it's like who you see can be damaging, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. not their fault. Like, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. These are my thoughts, but I'm obsessed with Kim's, her warehouses, her storage units, all organized. (laughs) It, nothing has got, nothing could turn me on more than a perfectly labeled organized, you know, like card catalog of a fucking storage unit of, incredibly expensive clothing i know i was like i am horny for this This that excited me i love how organized she and chloe are oh i i love i they're just they're just great and i love chloe making fun of everyone especially chris jenner i love courtney courtney and chloe were always my faves together oh kim's my fave but sure Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. tracks i know i know i well i think 
Yeah, I like when Courtney and Chloe have fun together, but Courtney's kind of been like off doing her own thing. I know, thing. with Trav Trav, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I'm glad we got, and Jake noted this. He's like, oh, I'm so glad we have fun Chloe back because Jake I loves know. the Kardashians. And like, she's been like doom and gloom for a long time because of know. the Tristan stuff. And I'm like, if I hear one more storyline about her and Tristan, I'm going to like fling Same. myself, you Same. know, out a first story window. Same. So I was happy we got like, fun cute yeah, like mommy chloe yeah yeah she's such a good mom and i loved kim doing the um uh the fashion show for dolce and gabbana yes i was fucking screaming i could have watched 10 hours of that just that like this was like it was everything to me and jeff knows like zero to little about high fashion and as a girl who like literally read collected in style and vogue like front to back like absolutely mm-hmm. obsessed mm-hmm. i was like nothing could be a bigger dream come true her in that fucking completely black stoned gown i i was like fucking like it's like how i felt seeing carrie in that episode of Sex and the City with Dolce and Gabbana when she w- walked the runway and she was in that floral dress of that exact same silhouette, mm-hmm. fucking killer. And she came out in that blue coat and the rhinestone underwear. And Margaret Cho was like, fuck me. That was one of my favorite moments. Is that time. the one where she falls down? Yes. And then she gets back up to, what the What the Oh, yes. Yeah, that's that old. That's Battle such Chestnut. a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to take us. We, I took us down a rabbit hole. We went. Parties. We went. All we we touched the Kardashians. We touched we Sex just, in the City. Just, all the girls are here. All the girls are here. I finally caught up on it just like that last week when I was dog sitting. Well, you didn't need to. I didn't, and I really want to go back and rewatch like old maybe, Sex in the City. Yeah, maybe just like. Five and six, because those... I've been having the same craving, actually. Because one doesn't hold up a lot. I mean, there's a lot in it that doesn't hold up, but like, yeah, five and six when the fashions are really fashioning, and she's dating Mikhail Baryshnikov, my first crush before Alan Menken. Wow, I'm like, this is it. Listen. I've never watched Sex and the City front to back. I've only seen it all on like E. Yeah. Wait a minute. Timestamp. Mm. Mm. that's a good idea yep it would shake you to your core i think <laughs> i know the jokes <laughs> the jokes oh my god the homophobia the misogyny like <laughs> but like the fashions hannah oh my god see so i've good. seen the first movie a million times i that's it's the best it's a comfort movie the for best. me like if it's that and Hitch and Devil Wears Prada. Oh. If they're on TV, like if I catch the opening credits, yes, I'm I'm not moving. Yes, that and t- How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Yes, I'm mm-hmm. not moving. I'm watching the whole thing, even yeah. with commercials. No, a hundred percent. If you like that movie, oh god. I mean, I will say some of the fashions in and just like that this season have. I mean, she's spectacular. Like I've never seen a human wear clothes like Sarah Jessica Parker. I'm like it's. It's borderline irritating, but yeah, yeah, I'd love to see it. it. (laughs) But when she fucking puts on that gown that Vivian Westwood to wear to the Met Ball, I cry. When she's walking through a snowstorm in that fucking puffer coat, I cried. That jacket gagged me. It did. That shot with that fake ass snow, I was like, I'm screaming. But yeah, that movie, oh my God, Charlotte shooting her pants. Come on. Seeing his name, oh my God. Oh, the call, I scream. 
the closet, the shoe. Watching Che Diaz smoke weed by themselves and play video games as if they're a 21 year old college student. Gorgeous, stunning. I cry. Stunning. (laughs) I I, I cry. I weep. I cry. (laughs) Tears. I weep. Tears. Crying. 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 Stunning. I know we have to start this episode because it took forever to take notes on. I wonder if this this must have been a season like the break in season. I bet it was because Mm -hmm. it was longer. They're normally like 40 ish minutes. And this was a full damn hour. It felt it took me two sittings to take the notes. Same, babe. I think it took me three. I was Uh, like, oh, my God. Uh, Yeah, I I can't believe we're halfway through the season. Finally. We're here. Season three, episode 15, the 16-year-old virgin, which, by the way, like, very normal to be a 16-year-old virgin. I know. Some of us were, like, 22-year-old virgins. Yeah. So, yes, back some the fuck us, off, Gossip Girl. Yeah, some of us were fully out of our teens. So, yeah, eat yeah. my ass and leave so us alone. Eat my ass and back the fuck <laughs> off, okay? <laughs> we open on Rufus eating waffles, um, oh. a shock to no one. Jenny's oh being a massive God. bitch to him because he's like, Jenny, Jennifer, you will go to school and come home and go to school and come home. And Jenny's like, yeah, school home, school home. I get it. <laughs> While Rihanna's, hey, baby, I'm a rock star. Hey, baby, I'm a rock star. Underscores this entire sequence. Then Jenny, pretending to go to school, calls to order a car from Dumbo to the Smith Hotel, and she shakes out her hair. Uh, and it's like, hey, baby, I'm a rock star. <laughs> Some great tunes in this one. Mm-hmm. Great mm-hmm. tunes. Um, we cut to be in a silk robe, drinking coffee, and making plans to meet up with Elizabeth uh, to go shopping later. And Elizabeth and Chuck have both had a lovely week. Um, and B says, well, yeah, you know, he loves a woman who knows her way around a haberdashery. Never spelled that word before um, and, or typed it, I th- except for maybe about the show. <laughs> um, and uh, and she's like, actually, I think there's something that Chuck wanted to tell you. And then Chuck walks in and he looks distraught because apparently also this was this is like icky icky about also ed westwick just like the crossover of this wasn't great but apparently several female employees at the empire are suing him for sexual harassment and he was like well obviously you know when i was at my father's hotel there were incidents but i would never do that at my hotel and b is like no they're scheming harlots wanting you to pay them off and i was like okay great but a lot of victim blaming in this episode so much Jesus. Um, and Doug, the lawyer, I think is his name, mm-hmm. his character's name. Um, that's how he's billed. Uh, he's like, yeah, I mean, we have proof two of them weren't even there. Um, and uh, and Chuck is like, yeah, court case would be a PR nightmare. So we have to settle. And Blair's like, well, Elizabeth, I mean, she wouldn't have believed it. Like, you like her and you want this to be what? Yeah, you like her and you want the first time she meets your family to be perfect. Um, Just like so kind, so supportive. We love supportive Blair. She was doing great work in this episode. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Lily shows up and Rufus fills her in on how she's basically, how Jenny's basically on house arrest. Lily has to ask him something, but headmistress Queller calls and Rufus is like, Gupta, Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I see. Thank you for calling. And he hangs up and he reveals. Yeah. And he reveals that headmistress Queller told him that Jenny has not gone to school that morning. Apparently has been cutting classes all week. 
And then we get, hey, baby, I'm a rock star. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, brother. Yeah, brother. Um, <laughs> what was the song you were singing for her? Uh, hey, brother, there's an endless And And then we cut to silk sheets. Silk sheets and feats, as I said, um, and it's <laughs> enjoyed my own joke. And um, and but it's not Little J and Waffles. It's Nate and S. Shocker. And S says, also like, I'm sorry, but like the two of them, I cannot imagine them fucking on. I, I don't know why. It just seems so boring to me. There's I don't no know chemistry. Why. There's none. There's none. Mm. Um, piece of paper and. Mm. Um, and and she says, who needs coffee after you wake up like that? And S gets a text from Fufus because he mm-hmm. can't find little J. And Nate is like, oh, I thought you thought that Prince Damien was so dreamy. And S is like, well, that was before he tried to kiss me after I told him not to. You know what's most attractive about a bad boy? And Nate's like, no, I don't. Which that was very <laughs> funny. No, I really don't. Uh, she says, your parents refusing to let you see him. Foofs is driving Jenny into his arms. And I'm not going to let that happen. Sometimes my ass leans into like just a hint of Miss Piggy, which I think feels right. Yeah, it's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. she's like, ooh, me. And I'm like, Ooh-y. okay, groomy. <laughs> Cut to Dan and Vanessa in bed, and Rufus is calling Dan for the fifth time. Dan is avoiding his calls because if he tells Rufus about Vanessa, it'll seem really serious. And this is supposed to be easy, breezy, casual. He answers Rufus's call, and then we cut to Jenny and Airbud making out. And Jenny's like, oh, it's 930. I have Latin. And he's like, it's dead language. It's not going anywhere. Why don't you stay with me? And she's like, "Um, I have a quiz. And he's like, he tries to guilt her about leaving every time things are about to like sexually escalate, which is icky. And he's like, look, let's talk about it, Jenny. You're an amazing girl. When I date someone, sex is usually part of the equation. Not cool with that. It's fine. But you have to say something. You can't shut me down whenever we're alone together. And he insinuates that she's a virgin. And she's like, oh, what? No, (laughs) it's not like that. I just don't want the first time to be rushed. And I have school. And he's like, okay, no rush. But what about tonight? Like, just sneak out of uh, your house and we'll just have sex tonight. Like, uh, no rush, but like, maybe tonight. And Jenny's uh, like, okay. And I was like, yikes, dark, super sad. And Gigi's like, there's always a moment his father can't let himself fear the day his little J decides to lose her big V. Uh, Ew. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. I don't like it at all. Um, Elizabeth and B and Chuck are strolling and B is like, uh, there's something Chuck wants to ask you. And Chuck's like, the historical society, here's the event of the episode. Mm-hmm. The historical society is honoring my father tonight. I know it might be awkward, but Lily would be there. And Elizabeth cuts him off and says, oh, I'd love to come. This is why I'm here. I want to be as much of, as a part of your life as you'll let me. And then a group of paps runs up to him and they're following him and taking photos of him and then mud. Their fucking Jack Bass calls him and is like, naughty nephew, you won't believe what I've just heard. I hate this fucking skis. I hate his dumb mustache and I hate his face. I know. And I don't really like but his acting either. I think he's bad. <laughs> he's bad. He's bad. <laughs> what is he up to now? How yeah. did he get the booking? How do how did he get the gig? 
Back at the loft, Lily tells Rufus that a teenage girl cutting school to see her boyfriend is not criminal behavior. Rufus is like, Lil, I'm happy to have you around to support me through this. And she wants to talk and tells him about how the Historical Society's dedication to Bart like, is happening tonight and invites Rufus as her date. And he's like, well, I'm not quite in the mood to celebrate any of your former husbands right now. And he calls Serena again and Lily gets ready to head out, but she intentionally leaves her scarf. Um, sorry, just have to tell us what update on, uh, on Uncle Desmond Bart. Harrington. I mean, yes. Uncle Jack. Uncle Jack. Oh my god, R.I.P. Bar. Um, actually, he's been working a lot. Okay. Since he was a series regular on Dexter. He did 72 episodes, and then he's he was a series regular on Astronaut Wives Club, has had a lot of recurring guest stars. And then was just in Manhunt Elementary and Sneaky Pete. Like his career is like pretty solid. Wow. He must, he must like disappear. You must not be able to recognize. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah, probably like transforms. He's an like, ideal guest star because he's not going to shift focus exactly. from the leads. But like but he can like him. hit his mark. I and do remember do him job. in Dexter now. Okay. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Uncle Jack, tell him. me your secret. I want to be booked and busy when the strike yes. is over. Please. Jack, Jack. Wait, quick yes, tange. Yes, I watched um, Jake and I saw theater camp last night. <gasps> you did? Yes. And it was very cute. Very funny. But I realized okay. they had all this footage of... Ben Platt and Molly, what's her name, who plays the other lead. Right. Who's very good. But she is. they had all this footage of them being children at theater camp together. And I was like, so she's a fucking Nepo baby, too. Like, of who course are her she parents is. that she was at the same camp as Ben Platt. And then I just got sad and discouraged that anytime I see a young person in our age bracket who's like I really know. crushing it, they always end up being some rich kid Nepo baby. And, you know, know, I'm sorry, but it did make me dislike the entire movie. <laughs> That's OK. And I don't That's like being okay. bitter and jealous. It's not a good look. But you know what? Sometimes I have to let these feelings wash over me because they're just the reality of being a human being. That's okay. And uh, and a sensitive artist. Like, yes. Yeah. Oh, I think um, her dad was a director. Okay. And then her mom is a producer. So, of course. Okay. Well, how fun to get to do stuff with do your that. also famous rich friends and make fun movies with your also famous rich friends and hashtag beanie beanie. Felsen yeah, just also. get to that. Yeah. Must be really fun and cool and fulfilling to be yeah. able to do that to have those. Resources. But guess what? It's gonna happen because you're gonna be rich and famous, and then I'm gonna be your nepo baby. And then- <laughs> <laughs> not true. But you're true. already rich and famous, and I'm your no. nepo baby. No. All I want in life, I say this constantly. I said, listen, Hannah's going to skyrocket to the top of fame and I'm going to be hanging on like fucking Michael Darling flying across London and Peter Pan. That is and a really cute to- visual, but not true. That's us. But it is true. And I am really excited about it. I can't or, wait to be a Nepo baby. <laughs> we'll be hanging on to each other, skyrocketing at the same yes. time. Like, whoa, whoa. And we'll both have little ta- top hats and little night shirts. Yeah. That's like, really do, 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 do. Oh my God. Don't make me cry, Hannah. Okay. Back at the loft. No. I love the energy today. It's so good. It's chaotic. It's chaotic. Um, so S and Jenny are having like ice cream and tea, which was a fucking vibe. I love mm-hmm. that the Hagen Dazs 
label was turned around so they didn't have to pay Hagen dazs Yeah. I I love that shit so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except for vitamin water, every label is hidden. S is like, how are things with the uh, waffles? And little Jay is like, uh, things are great. He's really sweet and treats me like an adult. And I've never felt this way before. And S is like, oh, so it's serious. And little Jay is like, well, it's about to be. He's staying at the Smith. And I was thinking that tonight. And S is like, tonight? Whoa, that's monumental. Are you nervous? And she's like, well, the thing about your virginity is that you can never get it back. I wish I would have waited for someone like Patrick Swayze and Dirty Dancing. <gasps> You should download it. She doesn't say stream it. She's like, yeah, you should download it. Um, You should commemorate today. Uh, I have to get ready, but Nate will take you to lunch. And I was like, wow, Patrick Swayze and Dirty Dancing. The fucking hard, like hard launch on Dirty Dancing in this episode was really intense. It was aggro. It was too much. Too much. Chuck is brooding at the hotel bar because when is he not? Uncle Jack shows up being like, whoa, there's so (laughs) many jokes you can make with the name Chuck Bass. And he's like, he's like, look, that woman is not Evelyn. He's talking about Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. That woman is not Evelyn. I saw her body in the literal casket at the funeral home. So this woman is a liar. And Chuck is sus. And Jack's like, bring her to the party tonight. You know, we never got along. Maybe this time we'll hit it off. I've never seen a ghost before. And Uncle Jack leaves. And then Blair shows up and he's like, well, hello, gorgeous. Ew. And B's like, now it all makes sense. You're the blood sucking reptile behind this case. And he's like, no way. It's not me. And they have banter about how he's going to get the Bart Bass empire. And then he makes a creepy joke where he's like, Blair, I've already had everything of Chuck's worth having. As always, the pleasure was yours. And then he kisses her hand, which was so creepy and slithery. And I just wanted to set something on fire. He makes me very upset. Me too. I love that she called him a lying ooze. And I was like, that's like a Lizzie McGuire insult. That was so good. That is good. I also loved her Cerulean uh, skirt, like her like knit skirt, floral blouse. I was like, fuck, who can look good in that color except mm-hmm. for Leighton? Mm-hmm. No one. S is then like setting the table and talking to Nate. She's like, telling Jenny to stay away from him won't work. I've invited him over for lunch. And Nate's like, you're a fucking crazy. <laughs> the last time you were alone together, he tried to rip your clothes off. And S is like, and he will this time, but you will show up in time to stop him. I'm like, what is this fucking like Muppets caper like nonsense? Like, this is not a good point plan yeah all she's like i'm going to prove that he's a creep and like basically a rapist and it'll be fine and nate's like we should just call this off like this is a bad plan and s is like it's gonna work just give me 45 minutes exactly and and then waffle shows up and i'm like this is Anyways, Rufus and Dan chat about Jenny and Rufus notes that Dan has been sleeping out a lot this week and Dan lies about it. And Rufus is like, um, you're a bad liar. I know you're seeing someone. Then Vanessa shows up at the loft and Rufus is like, oh, you're like a sister. And Dan is like, what? No way. She's not like a sister. She's a friend. She's a friend. And Vanessa goes to greet Dan romantically. And Dan's like, OK, this is weird. We need zones. We need friend only zones and non friend only zones. The loft is a friend-only zone. We can only act like friends here. Downtown, around school, friends with benefits zone. Upper East Side, regular friend zone. And Vanessa's like, this is ridiculous and annoying. And she seems pissed. 
I loved he played this really well. He and was I like giving, didn't care. But he was giving. He was giving like Seth Cohen, like yes, anxious, yes. nervous, hot guy energy. It and really it was good. Very hot to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I don't care. But like it was good. Good acting. Danny. Yeah. Cutie cutie. Cutie cutie. Um, S's with waffles. And she's like, um, uh, or and and he says Waffle says you know I almost called you a million times to apologize and S is like I wanted to apologize too I used you and that was wrong Nate and I are over and and then she tries to kiss him but Waffle says actually I'm dating Jenny and I really care about her and I can't do this great lunch bye and I was like whoa what. And S calls Nate and he ignores her call because, well, and, and little Jay is like, what's going on? We had coffee and two desserts. We have to go now because Nate has called Foofus and he shows up looking like mm. fucking Sweeney Todd in an overcoat in the window. And he's like, <laughs> I tell and we, tell you, Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Oh, Sweeney Todd. <laughs> it's my favorite part. I can't even hit the high C, but Wait. you know, you get it. Can you do what? an impression of the Pat- the Patty Lapone TikTok of Patty yes. Lapone singing Tiny yeah. Top? A ton. Of- Hold on, wait. Um, she'll be like, ah, ah, a ton of tail of sweaty top. Oh, I said with his eyes. It's all AWDs. <laughs> He's so good. I can't even come close. That guy is so fucking great. We have at to, that. We'll post it to the Instagram. We'll post you guys. it because yeah. it is literally iconic. And Gigi gives us, uh oh, looks like this queen's next accessory might be a chastity belt. All of these, this is too much. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Back of the loft, Rufus is taking it to a full place of Alcatraz. He's like, Jenny, you will be escorted to school. You're going to have lunch with headmistress Queller and someone will take you from class to class. And Jenny's like, what? You can't keep treating me like a child. And he's like, then stop acting like one. And Jenny rages out and she's like, yeah, well, it's no wonder that your marriage is going down the toilet. She stomps (laughs) off. Fucked up. My God. Oh, and Rufus finds the scarf that Lily left behind and he puts a sassy hand on his hip and like looks somberly around at the scarf. Sassy hand. He's like, well, hmm. It's like Pedro Pascal being like, oh, my sexy little knee. I'm like, yeah. ah! uh, don't you talk about your knees around don't me, Pedro. You dare. Then we cut to the Empire. Elizabeth shows up and she has brought Chuck a bow tie to wear tonight. And Chuck is sus. And Elizabeth is like, as I recall, purple was your father's favorite color, too. And Chuck's like, actually, I only wear it because he loathed it. And Elizabeth says, "Uh, well, maybe he wanted you to think that he was, but uh, he was playing with people all the time. Uh, Are you all right? Is it the lawsuit, Chuck? And Chuck is like, no, it's not the lawsuit. It's behind. It's who's behind it. My uncle Jack just arrived to town. He's not invited tonight, but he is a cockroach and they tend to slip in through the cracks. And Elizabeth says, oh, uh, well, your uncle and I have ugly history. I'm I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know if I have the strength to see him and meet your family at the same time <laughs> serena and blair get ready for the bart bass honorary historical society event and nate calls what? us i know it's what it's is giving it? like genovia's annual independence day ball yeah, like it's, it's way too long genovia. of a name yeah exactly um, mm-hmm. nate calls us and blair answers the phone complaining about the damien stuff and blair's like apologize now so we can support Chuck on his big night. And Nate doesn't want to apologize. He's like, you know, Serena may not get it, but losing her virginity is a huge deal for a girl like Jenny. And S is 
pissed. Oh. She grabs the phone. She goes, oh, and it wasn't for me, Nate. Why? Because I was a big slut when I was Jenny's age. And it's like, that's not what I meant. And she's like, that's exactly what you meant. And then hangs up the phone. <laughs> this writing, this acting, though. A big wow. old slut. Yeah, exactly. That's what, exactly how I... Some kind of hussy. <laughs> what do you think? I'm a big old slut, Nate. And he says, oh, daughter, ho, ho, ho. That's not what I meant. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Not again. <laughs> ah, jeez. Um, little Jay is watching Dirty Dancing and Foofs comes into her room. And, and little Jay is like... <laughs> It's corny, but it's pretty good. And Foof says, I have to go to this historical society thing. So that means you're coming too. So she's going to the event. Mm -hmm. We get there. Or no, we're at the hotel. People are boycotting Chuck's hotel. And he's sealing a glass, a drinking glass in a plastic bag. So he's getting the DNA from Elizabeth. And B comes in and says, pathetic suburban moralists and mom jeans. I'd pity them if I didn't think they'd spill orange soda on my Louboutins. What are you doing? Iconic. Honestly, Line. I loved it. I loved Honestly, it. Honestly, loved it. She's like, a DNA sample? You've been watching too much CBS. Also, a read on CBS. Chuck says, my friend says they can have it done right away, and we will know once and for all who she really is. And B's like, we know who she really is. You can see it in her eyes, in your eyes. Jack has gotten inside your head, hasn't he? Chuck's like, he has a point. She shows up and knows things uh, about my father, and then she bails when she hears that Jack will be here. And then all of a sudden, Elizabeth magically appears. She's mm. like, I was coming to tell you I changed my mind. I, I thought you were starting to open your heart to me, Chuck. And he says, if you are who you say you are, you won't mind me doing a DNA test. And Elizabeth says, you are your father's son, and then leaves. And B is like, I think I'm actually just going to meet you at this like historical society thing. And Gigi gives us, looks like the protesters outside aren't the only ones who think Bass is an ass. Love. At the event, we get one where public's, oh, this is going to be a good life. This is going to be a good life. Where is One Republic now? Where are they now? Where are they now? I used to love them. Me too. Oh, my God. Wait. It's too late to Was that that? Yes. And I also loved the song, but with you, I can feel again. Oh, wait. That was actually. Wait. I'm going to go re-download that. That was a good song. Been a long time coming. And then they used it in like a sandals commercial. And that kind of annoyed me. I hate when they use a song I like in a commercial. You know what? They released a song. Oh, they had a song in Top Gun Maverick. Oh, I am worried. Yeah, I guess. Oh, I'm worried about it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's the one, the song where Miles Teller did that little dancey jiggle thing on the beach. Oh, I still haven't seen that movie. It's not that good. Okay. Anyway, S shows up and Lily is like, well, I didn't expect to see you here. You haven't returned my calls in weeks. And S slut shames Lily and is like, save your lives for your current husband. And then Chuck uh -huh. arrives and everyone is whispering, ogling. Lily, though, gives him a maternal hug. And they have a sweet moment about how they're both solo tonight. And she is like there to support him. We love her. Love God her. damn it. Also, again, there were too many plot lines. Too there many. were like seven. That is too damn many. I know. We were like, we're juggling all these plot lines. It's like a ball. It's a bowling pin. It's a bowling It's a flaming stick. I was going to say Cheeto, but yes. Yes. And yes. It's literally a flaming hot Cheeto. That's flaming. Yes. 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 
Nate finds ass who looks unreal in this little black dress. Like truly, mm-hmm. her hair was so perfect. I was furious, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he's like, "I'm sorry." And she's like, "About what? That I'm the concubine of the Upper East Side?" And Nate's like, "No, I didn't want like I didn't want to get into it in front of Blair, but everyone knows the stories about Matt and Jake, the art teacher." And she's like, "I didn't sleep with any of them, Nate. It's just locker room gossip." And I truly hate that she has to defend herself about this. Like this I know. is really fucked up. And Nate's like. I lost my virginity to you on a bar. And I was like, Jesus Christ, Nate. And then she says, and and she's like, and that somehow makes me look bad and not you. And I was like, great question, ask good points. So like, talk about a double standard. Whatever your guy logic is, there's no reason to go behind my back with Jenny. And uh, and then Nate says, the morning after I lost my virginity, I woke up to find out you left town. So yeah, I have a reason. Way harsh, way harsh, Nate. Yeah, now it's like suddenly he's the victim because yeah, S was like, off. I'm going to leave town after we hooked up. Like, yes. Ugh. And you were my best friend's boyfriend. Uh. Yeah. Lily is surprised to see creepy Jack at the event and she's very uncomfortable. And Rufus shows up and he's like, how dare you show your face at an event? You know, my wife is at. And then and Jack's like, cool. And he's like, Lily, I wasn't myself at the opera that night. Drugs, alcohol, heck, even a little meth. I was in a what? bad place, but I'm a trash man. <laughs> okay. And no one is taking the bait. Everyone's like, shut no. up, Jack. Like, you're a creeper to Fuck him. Off, Jack. And Rufus is like, I'm not going to make a scene, but if you so much as show up within 15 feet of this woman again tonight, you're going to regret it. And hot. Lily's like, That was hot. I it was, it was hot. really hot. And Lily's like, Oh, so I guess you found the scarf. And Rufus is like, Can we go somewhere private to talk? It's giving Bridgerton. It's giving Jane Austen. Like, uh, I left my scarf at your home, so you might call me. Yes. You know? Yesterday, I was. I found myself zoning out on TikTok watching Bridgerton season two compilations because uh, sometimes you just have to. Listen, listen. I know you're not excited. I know, but I, I think it's gonna be great. Okay. I'm here's what I'm holding out for that they surprise all of us and she ends up with not him but a fucking woman. Can we get me back on the soapbox? Yes, get a queer storyline. Let's get fucking queer, go. If it's not her, it better be fucking Eloise. And I and all I all I'm saying is once strikes over, if you need the cool American cousin to come over, they fall in love. I wrote it. It's written. you have a regency period vibe about you. Yes. Yes. Give this give this woman give a period a piece. Give, give her a wig. A wig. wig her give me immediately. A horse. Yes. Give me a wig. A wig and a horse. I'm ready uh, to go. She's an equestrian. She's a theater artiste. Yeah, she's. You ride up. You're like, good oh, morrow. Me? I'm here. <laughs> good morrow. I'm here. Everyone's like, why do you sound transatlantic? What? I take off my top hat. I have a little basket. <laughs> Yes. Anyways, I'm sorry. Little Jay <laughs> Little Jay sitting on the ground. I said, why? <laughs> why? Why was she on the ground? Did we know? No. No. Was she trying to get reception? No, probably not. And and Dan's like, listen, you need to chill the fuck out because you're only 16. And little Jay's like, yeah, Dan, when you were 16, you were in love with Serena and nothing else mattered. And I said, honestly, a read. Like yeah, you're right. Facts. He was such such a dick. And then we pan up Vanessa's leg. And the song is like, porty, 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 porty. <laughs> it's like, party spelled P-O-R-T-Y. It's like, wow. Wow. And I have, I mean, listen, I'm sorry. She's stunning. But this look was fucking awful. And, These- and but, 
Oh, go. Because go. they were like, they were like, they wanted us to be like, whoa, go, go. Like a cartoon wolf with like the tongue yes. out and the hard eyes. No. And like the look was not giving. Sorry, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say it was busted as fuck. It was like these argyle black tights with this like bizarre floral print strapless dress that was ill fitting. It looked like it was from fucking Deb or Maurice's. Like it was not party, giving. Party, 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 party. party, party. <laughs> And Dan's like, woo, 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 and like yeah. runs up to her. <laughs> she's like, this is a friends only zone. And he's like, well, that's not a friends only dress. And she's like, oh, darn, sorry. And then she goes, oh, and by the way, I'm not wearing underwear. And then porty, porty, porty as she porty. walked away. And I was like, ew, guys, uh, I stopped. Stop being fucking creepy in this episode. And Nate approaches Jenny and she's like, go away, traitor. And he gives her a full house adjacent. Go away, traitor, title of that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Gives her a full house adjacent talk about virginity and how she deserves a better guy. And Jenny's like, not like you're available. And then she reveals the true story about the drug mule jacket. And Nate's like... (laughs) Whoa, Jenny, you can't be with someone who's dealing drugs. And Jenny's like, well, it's not like you haven't done any. And stop pretending like you care about me. And Damien arrives and Jenny's like, in fact, the only person who does care about me just got here. Oh, my God. And they start to leave. She's like, hi, how are you? Okay. Ah." And they start to leave. And Nate's like, "Uh, I'm sorry, ma'am, but there's no way I'm letting you leave with her. And then fucking Waffles punches Nate in the (gasps) face. Uh, And then we get, looks like little Jay is about to do some dirty dancing of her own. And Nate takes off after them. Meanwhile, Foofs and Lily are in a gallery. And he's like, listen, I went to Holland's and I didn't, I couldn't go through with it. (gasps) And we love to hear that. (gasps) And they kiss. It's so sweet. We love this. And then Dan and S run in and tell them that little Jay has taken off with wafts. Then Chuck's lawyer Doug shows up and reveals that things have taken a turn and they're being boycotted by Christian conservatives. So for PR reasons, he has to hand over the operations of the hotel, at least temporarily. And Jack is like lurking and he volunteers as tribute. How convenient. And Chuck is like, he promises Jack that that will never happen. And then Uncle Jack goes, when your hotel is bankrupt. Wait, sorry. Bankrupt. He goes, when your hotel uh, is bankrupt or empty, I'll swoop in and give you fair market price. I'm sure there's some copper price I can salvage. What? Copper pipes. Copper, copper pipes. pipes I can salvage. You took what's mine. Now I'm going to take what's yours. Oh, my God. What a fucker. Also, bankrupt is the cutest thing I've ever heard. It's You life. know, it was a clunky line for me. I loved but it. We made it. Well, Some I don't think that price. was your fault. You didn't write copper price. <laughs> <laughs> also, my favorite, my favorite was when... Uh, Doug was like, oh, yeah, you know, Christian conservatives are boycotting. And Chuck goes, we have those in Manhattan. And I thought that was very, that is very good. funny. The good line. Nate shows up at the Smith and little Jay and Waffles that were like cutting back and forth and they're like taking off their clothes. And I'm like, no. And Nate tells the manager that he's upstairs with an underage girl. So they bust into his room. But uh oh, no one's there. Cut back. They're at the fucking Empire. They made a reservation at the Empire so no one would suspect them. Chuck tells B about the boycott how Jack volunteered his tribute, as you brilliantly said. B offers to take, B's like, I'll do it. And I was like, honestly, iconic. You should let her do it. Yeah. And Chuck says, 
I don't think signing over the hotel to my 19-year-old girlfriend would ease the public's mind. I can't sign it over to Lily because she's Bass Industries. I'm like, who cares? You're a Nepo baby. Live off love. And then he looks, he looks at his phone, looks to the camera. DNA results are back. Looks like I have another choice. <gasps> Gasp. We cut Gasp. back to Jenny and Damien, and she oh, reveals that she is, in fact, a 16-year-old virgin. And he's like, okay, no big deal. And she's like, um, but for me, it is. It means yeah. something to me. I chose yeah. you. And he's like, yeah, yeah, Jenny, why don't we talk about it like after we have sex? And she's like, wait, <sighs> I don't want to do this. And he starts laughing. And he's like, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. And then he gets dressed and he leaves her behind and he goes, I knew you were just a kid. And she weeps. And I'm like, really little sad. Jay, good riddance. This guy sucks. Like, good sucks. for you for not doing it with him. You will yes. not regret this. Absolutely not. We'll never regret. Back at the loft, Lily says, the police are looking into it, but they might not find them until tonight. And little Jay comes home and is like, by the way, we broke up whatever dad am i still grounded which i thought was iconic <laughs> writing um she goes to her room and s comes to check in on her and little j is like oh she's like um we did it by the way we did do it and then puts her uh the time of her life or the time of my life Hi, the time of my in her headphones and she lies down and she looks like a corpse I just she literally looks so emo she, she was looks like, like Coraline she was like you know those pictures of like down. dead people from like the 1700s it was giving that she looked like yeah. one of those yeah. it's giving I'm a ghost girl yeah I'm a ghost. it was take the ribbon off my neck my neck is already chopped off it's yeah my head's gonna topple yeah. over it's giving Hannah Manch mm -hmm. yeah I can't mm -hmm. wait to see that movie and I cannot get a ticket totally to save my goddamn life really well, wow. I'm trying to go to the bougie theater. Yeah, again. you're trying to Wait, go to the there you go. Can I clarify yeah. this? Oh. I thought that the bougie theater where I saw Barbie yes. the iPick was $30 yes. a month. And I was like, that's oh, insane. I better cancel this. So I went on the website yesterday and it was like your uh membership renews July of 2024. So I called and I was like, is this a year-long commitment? Am I locked into this for a year? And they go, No, it's $30 for the year. So now I get to go to the bougie theater for the next year. Wait, so it only costs $30 for a year and you can see as many movies as you want? No. Well, no, you oh. still have to buy the ticket. Oh. But you have access oh. to the facility. I see. I see. Okay. But it's That's harder to get bad. tickets because the theaters are well, smaller because they have these big ass nice seats in them. And it's chic chic. I can't yeah. wait till we go. It'll be really fun. The we way I go. would risk the way I would risk it all and like make Jake go to Salt Lake City so I could come to Taylor Swift with you i know the way i, I would risk it all i know but he is a swifty and he deserves he is a swifty okay. yeah and you love midnights and the midnight section is going to be a maze and and they don't i i it's going to be great it's going to be great it's going to be really good I'm the nervous. reputation era is i'm excited fire. about that yeah and because she's going to come out the next one everyone is nearly certain it's going to be 1989 which is my shit it's a great album oh it's, it's going to be fucking nuts it's gonna be so good anyways i'm so sorry no you're good um oh uh chuck shows up at elizabeth's hotel room and he says i should have trusted you it's hard for me to let people in i want to change i want to trust you i need someone to take over the hotel for a while it just needs to look like i'm gone until the scandal subsides um he's like i don't trust other people other people aren't my mother Aww. i have to say this whole storyline 
breaks my damn heart. And I, Chuck is a fucker, but like Chuck gets fucked over so a many lot. goddamn times by his family. I know. Same with Nate. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I miss the captain and the napkin and the mannequin. I, I, I do miss them. Bring him back. Get him out of jail. Right. Yeah. yeah. Lily is on the phone with Cece and Cece's like, oh, Lily, I need you to reach out to Dr. Vanderwoodson regarding these tests. And Lily's like, I don't know. And she's like, please, darling, for me. And Lily's like, OK, fine. Like, I will take the next plane out. And so she's going to go see her ex again, who she cheated on Rufus with again for her mom and Rufus trusts her to go, but he doesn't know like where she's going. He doesn't know that Dr. Vander Woodson uh. is involved and they agree to start over with a clean slate and they hug and we see Lily like over Rufus's shoulder, like starting to cry. And it was really sad and sweet. Yeah. That was a great shot. Like, yeah, it's okay, I, Lily. Just don't, just don't kiss him this time. It'll be okay. And maybe tell him, I don't, and maybe or, tell him, tell him that your mom is sick and that's why you're going. Like, I yeah. forget that like this whole thing is a thing. And I'm like, Oh my yeah. Yeah. Um, we're in, oh, couldn't care less land. Uh, mm-hmm. Dan and Vanessa are, are in her dorm and he's like, I want to talk to my friend about like, you know, if, you know, they're talking to the third person about if I'm really happy and I like wanted to tell people about this, like, could I, like, would it be cool? And, uh, and she's like, yeah, I think so. And then they kiss and I was like, I don't care. Moving on. <laughs> 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 Nate apologizes to S about the Rufus plan, like going behind her back and calling Rufus to show up at that lunch she had with Jenny. And S apologizes for leaving the morning after we, uh, you know, I never meant to hurt you. <laughs> and she wishes they could relive that night because uh, now I know you love me and you know I love you. And John- <laughs> <laughs> And Chuck shows up dejected. Blair is waiting with champagne and she tells him that they're celebrating him opening his heart to his mother and is celebrating her because she's the one who convinced him to do it. Iconic. And Gigi's like, and just like that, Chuck Bass celebrating a new love. Take us out. Give us the last bit. I don't know. I think you should. We cut to Elizabeth's room. She opens the door. I see. I forget that all this shit happened every time, and then I'm still shocked and awed, stunned, um, stunned. She opens the door. It's Jack. They are working together, and he's like, "Do we have a hotel?" And she's like, "Yes, we do." And I'm like, "No, <gasps> poor Chuck. Oh God, this breaks my fucking." This is absolutely insane. And all the while, his dad's not even actually dead. His dad's not fucking dead. (laughs) Like, this is a lot to go through for someone who thinks his dad is dead. And then the emotional whiplash of all this. And then we find out Bart is alive. Oh, mama. Right, right. No, it's too much. It's simply too much for one one very rich young man to bear. I know. Thank God we both have Botox or we'd both have a migraine at this point. Oh, my God. Truly. Storyline. Oh, Oh my God. Wow. This was a great app. I really enjoyed this. Yeah. There was a lot going on. We came in hot. We came in hot like that flaming Cheeto that we were juggling. We sang Sweeney Todd. No complaints. Do you have a favorite Sondheim song? What's going on in a theater note? (laughs) Well, unpopular opinion, not a Sondheim girl. Oh, no, that's okay. What's your favorite? Yeah, what's like a fave musical theater song? Oh, a fave musical theater song? Yeah, why not? 
I, okay you're not going to like girl. it. I, I'm, I bet I will. Tell I'm me. a Jason Robert Brown girly. I love Jason Robert Brown. Also, wait, a song we don't talk about enough yeah. is Lost in the Wilderness from Children of Eden. One of my favorite songs. I kid you not, of all time, sing it in auditions. I fucking love that song. You sing it in auditions? Yes, I could never. So. I mean, I'm not that good at singing. but Well, I'm not really either. It just happens to be in my It's team. a perfect song. <laughs> it's a perfect song. It's actually a perfect song. I get I full body chills it. every Same. time. Same. It's so good. It's so good. And I would like to know when we're getting a movie of Children of Eden. How about that? How I, about they, that? How about that? They did it in concert last year at Michelle Williams from a destiny's child was in it <gasps> that's incredible yeah it was it was great that song is fire what about you um oh god you know i am a sondheim girly we're not including alan alan Menken. we can't even go down that road we'll, that'll, be, that'll be for next week yeah we'll be here um, all day man i mean sweeney todd has always been one of my favorites um because uh, it's insane. It's just mm -hmm. so hard to sing and it's so wild. But see, my problem is that I want to play all the male roles. Like I want to play, I want to play Sweeney Todd. <laughs> we need a gender bent Sweeney Todd. Fucking can you imagine? That would be fucking sick. Howdy Lapone played Sweeney Todd. <laughs> Are you kidding? I would black out. I would never recover. And Mandy Patinkin is Mrs. Lovitz. Uh, we on. need it. We need, on, it. we need it. Okay, we need it. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I love, I mean, honestly, anything from into the woods, I love giants in the sky. That's one of my favorite songs. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, it's just so good. Anything the witch sings. Oh, it's probably, or uh, it's Sunday in the park with George. We do not belong together. I, I will never get over that song. Weep. Oh my. And Bernie and Mandy. Uh, ooh, takes Done. me out, man. I, if I want to cry, I put that on and screlts weep. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, mm -hmm. incredible. Oh, I love this. Incredible. What an app. What an app. What a banner of a sode. Yeah, I had a really good time. Me too. Had a great time. Friends. Yeah. Well, Tyler, wait. Where can our amazing listeners find you? Oh, yeah. Thank you so much, H. Y'all can find me at Tyler McMeredith on Instagram, Tyler McMeredith on the Tiki Talks, or Tyler McMeredith on the Threads? Question mark. Mm -hmm. Um, and if y'all are enjoying the pod, please leave us a rating, five star rating, and. A review on Apple Podcasts. It's so helpful. We're so grateful. So many new listeners are here. This is truly amazing. Welcome. Like, welcome. We're so thrilled you're here. If you are here from Everything Iconic, welcome. welcome. We're obsessed. And we love you. We just are happy you found us. H, how can our amazing listeners find you? Oh my gosh. Thank you, T. Y'all can follow me at Hannah A. Brown on Instagram and Twitter, Hannah A. Brown Zero on TikTok. And if you just can't get enough of us, head on over to patreon.com slash you know you love us where for the low low price of five dollars a month you get some bonus content so check it out yeah. right now we're covering crappy lake over there but we're open to ideas and who yeah. knows it could be nyc oh, prep yes. which we started but haven't finished yet yeah. it could someday be sex in the city we don't it know could. we don't know y'all so check it out up in the er okay well yeah. we'll see y'all next week huh you know. Oh,
if I try. I tend to tell a train at all. I'll tell us. You know the love us.